0: Chapter 1. Christmas was coming, and the geese may well have been getting fat, but I wasn't. This was a worry, because normally you can count on the season of peace and goodwill toward men to work its magic. The stark reality of people cooped up together for several days with rubbish telly, their feuding family, and too much booze can have even the most mild-mannered person reaching for the carving knife, and not to slice the turkey either but for some reason it wasn't happening. I was expecting the usual rush of vengeful partners wanting me to go into overdrive during the office party period, but it seemed so far that everybody was making a concerted effort to keep it in their pants. Maybe it was the recession, but whatever the reason, the Ryan Kidd Private Investigations Agency was feeling the pinch. I was trying to think up a tactful way of telling my associate Carly that her Christmas bonus was about as likely to arrive in her pay packet as Santa Claus was to come down the chimney when I heard a huge kerfuffle on the stairs outside. Carly was barking orders at some poor schmucks, and it sounded like they were dragging something large and cumbersome up to the office. My heart sank. I had a shrewd idea what it was. I'm not a detective for nothing.' I decided to preempt matters and open the door. I wish I hadn't. Carly was wearing a bright red Santa hat and directing Jason and Ravi, two ride Herberts who ran a stall in the street market outside, in their attempts to haul a large Christmas tree up the stairs. Okay, Carly looked cute as hell, but then Carly is the kind of girl who'd have looked cute even if she was wearing a bin bag and a sou'wester. She is bright as a button, but sees it as her life's mission to point out my failings, both as a boss and as a human being. I'm always on the point of firing her, but somehow I haven't yet managed to find the right moment. I've got an awful feeling that I never will. It's that kind of a relationship. Carly flashed me her megawatt smile. Hey, Ryan, don't just stand there. Give the guys a hand with the tree. I didn't move. Instead, I loomed over them as grim-faced as the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Forget it, Carly. We need a flaming Christmas tree like an extra hole in the head. I looked past her at Jason and Ravi. Sorry, guys. There's been a mistake. We don't need one of your hooky trees. You can take it back to the lorry you nicked it from right now. Jason and Ravi stopped and stared up at me. Then they switched their gaze to Carly. Their stone-hard little eyes melted when she grinned at them. She tends to have that effect on even the toughest of villains. It's a useful skill. Ignore Scrooge and bring the tree on up. Gotcha, Carls, said Ravi. Come on, Jace, mate. We ain't got all day. I tried to stand my ground, but I was no match for one very determined female associate and two market traders with a large Scots pine in hot pursuit of a sale. They swept me aside and I could only watch in horror as Jason and Ravi proceeded to set it up in a bucket in the corner of the office while Carly directed operations. When it was done, all three of them stood there admiring it. Thanks, guys. It looks brill. Carly gave them both a hug. No props, Carls. Now that'll be twenty quid to you. Carly winked at them. Take it up with Scrooge over there. He's Mr. Moneybags. Jason and Ravi advanced on me, I knew I was stuck with the tree, but I wasn't going to go down without a fight. I do have some pride. You're having a laugh, aren't you, fellas? No way is that tree worth more than a tenner. Leave it out, man, Ravi sounded aggrieved. You only got it for a score because it's Carly, innit? And we gave her the Santa hat for free. Jason nodded. That's right, Ryan. Everyone else is forking out forty quid, and those hats are a fiver a pop. "'Carly narrowed her eyes, folded her arms, and tapped her foot ominously. "'I recognised the danger signs and caved in before I got a tongue-lashing. "'Ravi trousered the dosh and wished us both a cheery Merry Christmas "'before he and Jason legged it off back down the stairs. "'I knew that as soon as they hit the street the story would be all over Deptford Market "'of how the delectable Carly, the girl all the traders, and not only the male ones— lusted after, had a right killjoy for a boss. It's a cross I have to bear. But if I thought this was shaping up to be a quiet Christmas, then I couldn't have been more wrong.